Hi, and welcome to the second episode of Preferred Carpentry Podcast. I'm your host, Michael DeSoma, and this episode is for the do-it-yourselfer who's looking to take on their own tile project. This episode would also be good for those that are handymen or women and contractors that don't do it regularly. Rather to get into types of tiles such as porcelain, ceramic, marble, stone, or glass tile, which is important, I want you to be able to use this episode as an informative episode about types of bonding adhesive such as thinset or mastic, how to properly apply to thinset and why it matters, what kind of grout to use based off of your choice of grout line thickness, why you should waterproof your shower or, or other wet areas prior to tiling, taping seams and proper layout such as shuffling boxes with natural stone or laying out a pattern. First thing is about the types of bond or adhesive such as thinset or mastic. Thinset is a is inorganic. It comes in a bag. You need to mix it with water and it is by far more superior than mastic. My company actually prefers using thinset over mastic. The only time we use mastic is for a kitchen backsplash with the really premium mastic. So thinset can be used in virtually every scenario. It could be used in showers, floors, wet location, walls, countertops, shower pans, and so on. Mastic can be used in kitchen walls, backsplashes that will not be affected by water or base or anywhere no water will be or moisture will be affected. You cannot use mastic on the floor. You cannot use it underneath cement substrates. It is not as versatile as thinset. The reason why people tend to use mastic over thinset is because of convenience it's already pre-mixed and it's inside of a bucket and when you apply the mastic to the wall and you stick your tile to it it stays in place if you did the same thing with thinset the tile will slide but if you know what you're doing and you take the proper steps you know to prep your work you wouldn't have to worry about the sliding or the sagging of the tile and the, the the bond is 10 times better with thinset. That's why we prefer to use thinset over mastic. Now, thinset has different properties and ingredients inside of the bag. So before you grab any thinset, make sure you grab the kind suited for your tile needs. So there's actually thinset that is better for porcelain than stone and thinset that's better for stone and marble than ceramic so it may seem confusing but as long as you know which tile you are working with it is not really that hard like i said most people use thin or mastic because it's much more convenient with the thinset Another thing to keep in mind when it comes to thinset is unless you're using fast setting thinset, which I highly do not recommend unless you're really good at tiling and your prep work is on point and everything is pre-cut and ready to go. We just prefer that you stick with a regular thinset is when you mix the thinset, you have to read the specifications on the bag. 
mix it to the proper you know the proper amount of time let it sit there and then remix it this is a very important step because the ingredients inside of the thin set after it's wet the first time think of there think of the thin set like inside of there having a whole bunch of different orbs and these orbs open up and act like fingers or velcro and then they may not be distributed properly throughout the bucket so when you wait the proper amount of time and these orbs let's just say they activate when you mix it around it gives a much better bond to the thin sets of the substrate I know a lot of people like to use online video content and it's really good visual aids are really important. So if you're the type of person that likes to do that, I've done some research recently because I feel that it's important to make sure that the online video world such as YouTube is how I remember it and it is. So I'm going to pick YouTube because everybody uses YouTube and it's it's known throughout the world so if you go on youtube and you type in how to tile i want you to bypass all the videos and find the video where there's a guy wearing purple gloves he's standing over a clear glass tile inside of thinset it's a six and a half minute video i highly suggest the company highly suggests that you watch this video before you watch any other video they show the different techniques that are used, that people use, and they show you why the one technique is the most important. And since this is an audio podcast, I don't want to explain it because I don't think I do that as great as a job as this video. So if you're going to take on a tile job in the future, or even if you're going to have anybody tile in your house it's really good to have a little bit of research you know on your side and this video is a great video and when you're done watching this video i want you to watch the other videos of people that have been tiling for x amount of years and it's going to blow you your mind on how the applications how some of these people put these put the tile in is just bizarre some of it actually looks pretty cool like there's a video where there's a guy he's applying the thin set right to the back of the tile he's combing it and then he's pressing it against the wall and there's no mess and nothing but if you watch how the video shows with the guy wearing the purple gloves you'll understand that this right here will not adhere 100 you know properly to the wall and the wall needs 90 to 95 percent coverage so although the back of the tile is like 100 percent coverage in a in a you know uh, in a way because the thin set is touching it touching all the tile when he presses it against the wall just think how those lines are not collapsing and pressing into the wall so this video is a good video like i said go check around uh, at the other videos uh the other types of grout there's two different types of grout and if you do go online and you check all these other videos there's one video where this guy says there's two types of grout those in the bucket and those in the bag that is not an accurate statement there's sanded grout and unsanded grout and depending on your grout lines the size the thickness depends on which one you want to use think of sanded grout 
like those orbs I was telling you about that can grab onto properties around it. So sanded grout is for larger grout lines and unsanded is for smaller grout lines. Think of the sand getting in the way on smaller grout lines. So that's how I remember it. That's what makes it easy for me. It's second nature, but that's still my go-to like subconsciously. That's what I think about is sand means bigger no sand means smaller so keep that in mind when you're working with grout line thicknesses taping seams is also very important on the floor or on the walls wherever you're going to use this new cement substrate make sure you tape the seams this strengthens the boards think of or the proper tape to use is a mesh tape find the mesh tape that is made specifically for the cement substrate and it gets keyed in with the thin set so you you put the mesh up you take the thin set and you spread the thin set over the mesh tape kind of like how spackle goes on tape in seams on drywall so it's really important to do this especially if you are a do-it-yourselfer don't skip this step you're you are already saving money by doing the work taking it on yourself this podcast right here is going to help you a lot and it is really important to do this to tape your seams if you were going to hire somebody make sure they tape the seams too it's really important it is it's it's a strengthening um it's it's to strengthen the materials um what else you should Definitely waterproof your showers. So anywhere where there's going to be any type of water that can penetrate behind the tile, regardless on how good you think you are, we do not put any warranties in showers if our customer says to skip the waterproofing. So we really highly recommend it. When we waterproof, we can then give a warranty to it. We also like to check in with our customers when we use this waterproofing. See, waterproofing like RedGuard or some other ANSI material is important. Like custom building products, they create one. It's yellow in color. The RedGuard looks like Pepto-Bismol, so it's pink. And then when you apply it, it turns a really dark red. I really like to use RedGuard, so I stick with it. So, I, you know, it's one of those things you stick with what you know. I like to stay with the Red Guard. It doesn't, everything about it is a great product. So when you tape the seams, make sure you Red Guard all of the walls, not just the seams. Make sure the seams are Red Guarded, but the walls as well. Now, you might have heard of Ditra, which is an orange material it is waterproofed already that product obviously doesn't need to be waterproofed any further basically this video this pod this podcast i'm sorry is for those that are using a cement substrate if you do use ditra you have to use a different type of thin set you have to use a unmodified thin set and you have to use the proper seam tape to make sure that it's 100% waterproofed. So there's still a procedure to do with the Ditra, which again is orange in color. So keep those things in mind. Definitely waterproof everything when you do the work that you're doing. And then it's also important to make sure that 
you silicone or caulk the perimeters of your quarter of your corners and when tile is against other materials such as tubs cabinets and trim do not sit the tile right on top of the shower pan or right on top of the shower tub put a piece of cardboard or something give a break like a gap everything expands and contracts wood plastic metal tile it all expands and contracts and all your corners where anything expands and contracts should have silicone or caulk the proper one so if it's in a shower it should be silicone because it's 100% waterproof and anywhere where you're not really worried about water penetration you can use a flexible caulk most grouts like in the home improvement stores have silicone or caulk in the tube of the color of the grout that you're working with so it works really well like this so that's important too so if you have a left wall and a back wall where they meet where those two tiles meet make sure it has silicone in the shower do not fill it in with grout because grout hardens and then when anything expands and, contra and contracts it can crack you might not even see the crack. It might just be in the middle of or in the side of the grout and the tile. And being that you waterproofed your wall, you have more peace of mind if this ever does happen. So keep those things in mind. Also, proper layout. So if you're working with real stone, natural stone, make sure you shuffle a bunch of boxes, which means you open them all up, you look at them, you, you move them in and out, you shuffle them around because the last thing you want to do is open up a box of tile. You know, you're working with five or six boxes, everything looks good. And all of a sudden you have another box is all off color. And when you step back and look at the whole job, you can clearly tell that it, there's a variation in a section. And that's something you don't want to have happen. You definitely want to avoid that. So shuffling the boxes around, like that one box that you had there, let's say there's six or eight tiles, could have been thrown in all, a whole bunch of different areas, which complements the overall look. Another thing to consider too is tile nowadays have prints and they have different types of designs inside of them. And you might actually have a porcelain tile that looks like stone and you may have all the tile do not look alike it is really important to, to actually put a layout of the tile that you're doing so let's say it's a a five by eight room so 40 square feet you should take five feet in one direction eight feet in the other take all the tile lay it out before you put it down and then shift it around so the look like the uh the pattern inside the tile or the look or the the lines the veins whatever it is flow from one tile to the next this is really important too this is a high quality like expert level most people just follow the arrows and put it down and go and it's really important to make sure you take the time especially again if you do it yourself and if you are the handyman or contractor that doesn't do it regularly this is really important too because then it goes to show that you take you pay attention to detail and that's what preferred carpentry is about is take is paying attention to detail and taking it to the next level and we like to give you this peace of mind too because tile is supposed to last until well it's supposed to last last a lifetime so 
with that being said, you want to make sure when it's put down, it's put down 100% properly. So we gave you a lot of different information on what to do when you decide to tile your own job. Now, if you are hiring somebody, things to keep in mind or the questions to ask, whether you're going to ask them out loud. And we suggest that you do this like the company does. I do, because it's really important that the person that you are going to hire to do work in your house is doing it properly. You can ask them really quick, like, do you key in the thin set? If they say, what does that mean? That could be a red flag right there that that person does not lay tile. You can ask them, would they be putting down a cement substrate prior to putting down the tile on the floor, or are they going to put it right on the existing floor? It's really important to have the cement substrate or the Ditra or whatever product that can adhere to the tile very well. Will they tape the seams? Are they going to be using thinset or mastic? Remember, we feel, my company feels that mastic is only best to be used in a kitchen as a backsplash, as a backsplash, the premium mastic. Now, if you're going to use glass tile, you need to make sure that that mastic can be used with glass tile because it could discolor it. It may not work with it. So it's really important to make sure you follow the recommendations of that mastic. Um, what product would they be using prior to tiring the walls? in the shower and after they put the right cement board. So let me say that again. What product will they be using prior to tiling the wall in the shower and after they put up the right cement board? So basically what, what you wanna hear is are they gonna waterproof the shower? It's kind of like a tricky way to find out or you could just say, will you be waterproofing my shower prior to putting the tile? You wanna know these things, it's really important. Like I said, you want peace of mind, you do not want your house, your bathroom to get destroyed over time because of improper tile installation and also will the tile come with a lifetime warranty we offer a lifetime warranty because we apply it the way that the tnca the tile council of north america tcna tcna tells you to install the tile and the ansi codes that go with it so that's why I'm very confident to do this podcast here. There may be pushback on I swirl it and it doesn't, you know, I, I apply the thin set in a swirling motion. I've never had an issue or everything I've done. I never had any popping. If it's done right the first time it does, then it gives a much better peace of mind. So we hope that you or I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I think that if you do decide to take on your tile job, you have a little more proper information on your side. If you do go on YouTube and you type in how to tile, like I said, find that video with the guy wearing the purple gloves. It's six and a half minutes long. It is really important because it's done 100% right. And then look at the other videos. And you will see some videos. Now, these are top videos where people are applying liquid nail to the cement substrate and then putting it down. That's 100% a no-go. That is 100% wrong. And this is by a company that should not be doing it that way. So that's why I say use YouTube or any other online video content at your own risk. 
If you like to see us do work real time, you can follow me on Facebook at Preferred Carpentry LLC. Do a lot of different videos. I have a tile album in there. You can see some floors in which where I mentioned about the proper layout, how that is important and it makes a very good aesthetic look. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any types of information you want to hear, please email me at preferred underscore carpentry at live.com. And I'm enjoying these episodes myself. This is a lot different than what I post on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter. So I hope to have something for you next Friday. Thank you for listening. I'm Mike DeSomo with Preferred Carpentry. And talk to you next time.